you knew exactly what I was going to ask you. Yes. Okay. 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 I believe the four horsemen. I was horse... going to say, John, who, what, what would you say are your top four horsemen of the apocalypse? Uh, please. We, we, use, we use horse person. Uh, we are a, a, an inclusive uh, I think I think we all know how war identifies. Um, um, yeah, yeah, touche. Uh, is it, so it's war, famine, mm-hmm. death, and pestilence. Is pestilence one? I feel like you're right. I feel like you're correct. Does it seem like death is a little bit on the nose? <laughs> yes, it does. It doesn't. It seems like death is like I, death should be a separate thing. It's like it's like if the horse. Okay, if the horse persons of the apocalypse assemble and they're like, "Okay, who's everybody going with this week?" And they're like, "Oh, oh, death, death." It's right. Like, well, what are you leaving for everyone else? Right. Right. I mean, you it's know? like all the other things lead to death. Yeah. 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 It's not leading any. You're not leaving anything on the table, for the other horse persons. Yeah. Do the horses also have names? They do. They definitely do. Uh, what? Okay. Okay. Learnreligions.com/slash. <laughs> Learnreligions. <laughs> what are the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Say, uh, war, famine, death, and conquest. That doesn't seem right. What? I don't think that's correct. That doesn't seem right. I don't... Okay. I'm going to have to correct what you're saying here, Jonathan. According to no less a source than Wikipedia, the four horsemen are war, famine, death, and conquest. So, I guess... Yeah, you were correct. That's just... That's even dumber than death, because, like, isn't... Isn't conquest just a subset of war? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good point. You know, if I'm being honest, I actually did not read even even the opening paragraph of this Wikipedia article carefully. I just saw that the word conquest appeared there, and I assumed that was... The, um... It looks like there's some different options. So, um... Oh, wait. Was the Bible ambiguous about something? Well, I mean, this is... You know what? Okay, I like... You know, I'm kind of a... I'm kind of a four horsemen of the apocalypse hipster, as you know. (laughs) Yeah. I prefer the original four horsemen in the book of Ezekiel. You remember them. Sword, famine, wild beasts, and plague. (laughs) Plague is a good one. I feel right? like plague is better than pestilence. I'm not really sure why. Yeah, pestilence is just like dirty, being dirty, right? Like pestilence, you take a shower, you gotta, you, you, it's done and dusted. Plague is more in your face. Yeah, yeah. You plague is like the plague. Virology and stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Pestilence is just like you've got fleas. <laughs> pestilence is is a softer affliction. It it, it feels. I enjoyed saying you've got fleas in kind of a computer voice and America online voice. You've got fleas. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Um, well, <laughs> I landed on a Wikipedia page called the four horsemen parentheses professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, the original oh. group consisted of Ric Flair, 
Arn Anderson, Ole, Ole Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. That's Those names aren't funny. I, I, well, I, I take that back. Tully Blanchard is pretty funny. Uh, uh, apparently they went by the Three Horsemen for a time, mm, which is pretty well, funny. That is, I mean, honestly, that yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not going to read through this entire Wikipedia article. It's very long. Well, it's part of a series on eschatology. We love eschatology. <laughs> we do love me. eschatology. If there's two things we love. It's eschatology and podcasting about Garfield. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we love eschatology because we're very tired of podcasting about Garfield. And it really seems like the only plausible means to bring this to an end. Well, uh, you've been listening to Being the Four Horsemen. Uh, yep. Then I saw when the lamb broke one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying, as with the voice of thunder, Come. I looked, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him. And he went on to uh, um, to buy a Mercedes-Benz. I know. I don't know. Um, whatever. No, that's fine. It's what's funny is I was looking at exactly that pull quote on the Wikipedia article, <laughs> yeah. but it turned out to be a slightly different translation, and so it seemed really similar. And then it got different. And I was like, "What the fuck is jo- John's just making stuff up?" Mercedes-Benz. That's not in there. Uh, uh, but it's probably in the King James. I skipped a little bit. Yeah. No, it's it's the oh, NIV well. actually. Okay. Um, You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that pretends it was already saying Kiev. My name is Christopher Kiev, Winter. Chris. It's, it's Kiev. Kiev. It's Kiev. Kiev. You just say Kiev. 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 Well, the, the point is, we've been saying it the whole time. <laughs> we've been uh, saying it wrong the whole time. My name's Christopher yeah. Winter, my name, my name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Listeners, there's nothing special about today's episode. It's episode 2094 for Monday, March 12, 1984. Nothing particularly special about that. But Jonathan and I are a little bit punchy because this is our 300th recording session. There's a little peek behind the curtain. 300 of these babies. We recorded the first 299 sessions. We recorded one episode each. And then this session, we're recording multiple years. We've been at it for several days now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, in today's strip, Garfield becomes the first ever cat to think the phrase goodoo. Goodoo. Apparently. Goodo. G-O-O-D-O. Listeners, we don't know what that Goodo. means. Goodo. 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 Waiting for Oh, good Goodo. Goodo. Okay. <laughs> um, this is this is a, live radio, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, Garfield is in his bed on a on a counter. Sure. Or a table. You know, whatever. It's red. Mm-hmm. That's the important thing. Yeah. And John is there, and mm-hmm. that's, for some reason the strip just disappeared. From my, That's fine. my okay. My well, then I'll, I'll be the one. To, I'll be the one to posit that John Arbuckle's left hand is way too big in this in this panel. It's it's like sticking up from behind the countertop, so you can't see for certain that it's attached to his body. And I kind of think that's someone else's hand because it just looks too big. It's like almost Ooh, as big as his. Oh, head. you think you think he's doing a bit like that? I think he might be. Yeah. 
Like someone yeah, else like is beating his arms. One of those improv games where someone else does the arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually it's it's the reanimated corpse of an axe murderer or something. Sure. Uh, John says, Hey Garfield, we're going to the farm to visit dad and mom this week. That's how John Arbuckle talks. <laughs> hey Garfield. That's how John start. He started talking that way in the three hundredth week of Garfield. No one knows exactly why. Yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. always wondered. Um, yeah. Uh, two more panels. M- Who knows what happens in them? Yeah, it's, it's hard to say, but it could be the it's case not for us to say. It could be the case that John Arbuckle disappears, and it's just a tight shot of Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. It's it's actually sort of a medium shot. Um. Yeah, it's, it looks like the camera's just panned over to a little yeah, bit to the left. Yeah, and John or, has left. Or... Because he'd be visible And I don't there. think we've ever posited this possibility before. Might be on a dolly. Camera might be on a dolly. Uh, the camera might be stationary in the in mm-hmm. the middle of a, a merry-go-round. Sure, sure. Um, oh, like that, like that show uh, Joel, Hodge, Joel Hodgson produced after mystery, after he left Mystery Science Theater 3000. The very... The very very short-lived special the tv wheel where it was just like a single camera stationary and a set that was basically a merry-go-round that moved around no i i i have not i'm not familiar with this it was an it was an ill-conceived venture i mean the idea was the idea was instead of moving the camera why not force the camera to be completely stationary and then have the set rotate around so that different scenes could happen. Sure, why not? So you could shoot different locations without having to. It's move simpler the that way. Yeah, you don't you don't have to you don't have to, you don't have to stop shooting. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, Garfield is there and he's thinking. I, I, I guess you read this as good o. I think so. Just good with an o on the end. Yeah. Good o. Good o. That's Garfield's voice. Uh, Garfield's. Long time running signature catchphrase. Good o. Good o. I need a change of surroundings. I was getting bored with this city life. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. You know this cosmopolitan urban urban lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, with its sophistication and amenities. I, sometimes I want the simple things. You know, my 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 heart hankers. For the simple country life of a yeoman farmer. I think I need a new computer. Yeah, or maybe I just need a new fucking computer. <laughs> no, no, I was just, I was saying that because I can't get the spreadsheet to load. Oh, anyway, that's the right. Final panel. It's okay. Final I'm, panel. I'm logged in on my work my work laptop. They don't right. they don't know I'm podcasting about Garfield on my work laptop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, does your work know that you podcast about Garfield at all? No, I, I mean, I haven't been fired yet, so I assume Do you think they there don't. would be repercussions if they discovered that you've been podcasting about Garfield? I might get a promotion. Listeners, you don't know that. I, like, I don't want to dox John or anything, but it's, we keep it quiet. He works for Heathcliff. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, he, he works for Marmaduke. I could just go on saying yeah, different comics like, characters it's a, it's you work with. A lot of a lot of ways. A lot he of works ways he could for riff on Dagwood that. Bumstead. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of humorous. The Bumstead here. account. Um, uh, Garfield in panel three thinks, 
It will be nice to be bored in the country for a change. Well, it's, you know, there you go. It's, it's a little little hankering for the simplicity of rural life mixed in with a little of Garfield's signature cynicism. Yeah, he's really got that cynicism thing. Well, Garfield's a child of the 1970s. Yeah. You know, he's a, dis- the a me disappointed time. Yes. Yeah. The Garfield generation, yeah. as they call it. As they, I think they actually do call it that. I mean, I think we called it that for a while. It's it's hard to, hard to know if they, <laughs> they still do. Uh, well, um, I think it's caught on. We popularized it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, you've been listening to what's this? What's this? The Being Jim Davis mailbag. Whoa, Jonathan, get this mailbag off of me. There are there are inundated over here. There are two momentous events in the mailbag this week. Uh, before we get to either of those, Josh Gates sent us a photograph of bread for some reason. Ooh. I honestly don't understand why. He sent it to subject line bread. Sent it to breadchallenge9920 <laughs> at beingjimdavis.com. It's just a fucking photograph of bread. Uh, did we ask for that? Probably. I yeah, don't I think we did. So. I think we challenged uh, listeners to bake a loaf of bread. Oh, was it? It might be freshly baked. It's yeah. probably it's fresh. It looks it looks home home baked. Yeah, nice. great work, Josh yeah, Gates. Good. That bread that bread looks great. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that reminds Actual, me. I, I, I need to I need to prep a loaf of bread for to bake. Yeah. Tomorrow. Why not? Actual yeah. momentous momentous event number one in the mailbag. Finally, at long last, friend of the show, Fred Deweese. Um, writes in subject line fucking RoboCop Corner. <laughs> Fred sent this to RoboCop Challenge yeah. 9920 at beingjimdavis.com. Fred writes this is relatable. For fuck's sake, Christopher and Jonathan. <laughs> someone has to step up and do this because RoboCop Corner is bad and I hate it. <laughs> I guess that someone is me. Please stop doing RoboCop Corner because, as I mentioned, it's bad and I hate it. Warm regards, Fred. I, I love the I love our engaged listeners. I mean, someone had to say it, Jonathan. Yeah. Someone Have we not said that before? Say, I I've said it many times. Yeah, I thought yes. we covered that. I've said it many times, but then I keep doing this it. This is how people engage. Because Ryan Pfeiffer sends the fucking RoboCop corner. I can't you not can't, read it. You can't, can't not, not read it. Literally yeah. read, you know, we get we get a, a, a spam email advertising <laughs> something. I'm going to read that on the air. Yeah. Um, the second momentous event to happen this week. Ryan Pfeiffer did not send in oh, a shit. RoboCop corner email. Not- That's right. RoboCop corner week, week 17 has not arrived. Well, it looks like Fred got his wish. Yeah, I mean, it makes you... It's kind of suspicious. It is. Do you think think Fred and Ryan are in cahoots? My supposition was that Fred DeWeese had probably murdered Ryan Pfeiffer. Probably. I will say, if we learn later that Ryan Pfeiffer is seriously injured and or dead, we will feel very bad because of this segment not because he's our friend and we're sad for him right um yeah yeah, i think he's been tweeting i think i saw him tweeting earlier today oh ryan gonna tweet john 
Yeah. yeah you, can't, you, can't, you can't prevent Ryan Pfeiffer from tweeting. Uh, well, I mean, murdering would probably take care of that. <laughs> no, he's going to... That guy would tweet as a ghost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ghost tweets. Okay. Ghost tweets. How many ghosts do you think are on Twitter? Uh-huh. Probably a lot. Probably They're probably mostly ghosts. Anyway. Uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> Why don't you pass the time... By playing a little Minesweeper. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this evening. Um, We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We hate Garfield. I think if you're going to remake that movie, which I think they did. Mm -hmm. uh, They did. They did remake it. Yeah. I I, I honestly feel like that would be a good change. They changed the game that is his trigger to, to Minesweeper. Or at least internet solitaire. Uh, You don't really play solitaire on the internet, do you? It was just a card game that came on the computer. uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's like playing playing free cell or something. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you pass the time by playing a little Wordle? Oh, there you go. There you go. That makes it au courant. It's a little bit perhaps too current. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you pass the time? By playing a little Angry Birds. There you go. Remember Angry Birds? I do. Uh, it's due for a comeback, isn't it? Yeah, you remember Flappy Bird? I remember people talking about Flappy Bird. I never actually played Flappy Bird. Yeah. I've, I've heard that you can make the bird flap. Yeah, you can. You just you push the button. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the relation? Boy, you know, when I think about it, mm-hmm. if you want to make like... A, ru- a runaway kind of quirky video game hit. Mm-hmm. Make it about a fucking bird, you know? Angry Birds. Yeah. Flappy Bird. Untitled Goose Game. DuckTales. Are there other video games? I honestly don't know. Joust. Uh, yeah, Joust. That's one. Joust, Joust had one. some birds in it. Yep. Duck Hunt. B-52. Oh, no, that's a, that's a B. <laughs> I rest my case. Lemmings. Kiwi Craze. Yeah, sure. Kiwi craze. Yeah. Albatross Island. Parrots Ahoy. That was a great game. Parrots Ahoy. Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong basically was... I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Jurassic Park. Anyway. uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we love it. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.